Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. Even if you've had a good night's sleep, there's something about that post-lunch period in the afternoon that can be rough to get through, whether you're in rehearsal, a class, or even just trying to practice. So while I'm not a coffee drinker myself, I've been intrigued by rumblings in various corners of the internet, and even my classroom, about this thing known as a coffee nap. Which, aside from being the best oxymoron ever, sounds pretty darn intriguing. But first off, what the heck is a coffee nap? And more importantly, is that really a thing? Like, is there any evidence to suggest that a nap, which is awesome, and coffee, which my wife tells me is awesome, are even better together than on their own? In case this is the first you're hearing about it, a coffee nap is where you guzzle down a cup of coffee and then follow that up with a short 15 to 20 minute nap. The idea being, because it takes about 30 minutes for the caffeine to kick in, Combining coffee with a nap means you'll wake up from your nap not only refreshed, but with an additional boost from the hit of caffeine also. But does it really work this way? Well, a 1997 study looked at the difference between a coffee nap and caffeine alone on measures of alertness and driving performance among 12 slightly sleep-deprived graduate students. After a night of just five hours of sleep, the participants came to the lab, and around 2 p.m., began a dull and tedious drive on a driving simulator for 30 minutes. Then they were given a 30-minute break, though they did have to stay seated behind the wheel, before finishing up with a two-hour drive. During the break, one group of participants got to take a coffee nap, specifically 200 milliliters of coffee with 150 milligrams of caffeine, equivalent to about two cups of coffee, followed by a nap of up to 15 minutes. A second group received 200 milliliters of coffee with 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is the equivalent of about three cups of coffee. And then a third group received 200 milliliters of decaf. The two-hour drive on the simulator was designed to be dull and monotonous, and the only thing they had to do was stay in their lane. If they ever drifted out of their lane, they were flagged for an incident. And about once every hour, a slow-moving car appeared unexpectedly, to facilitate a potential accident which they were to avoid. 
Though all three groups performed about the same during the first 30 minutes of driving, the coffee nap group had significantly fewer incidents during the boring two hour post break driving segment, and also reported being more alert than either the caffeine and placebo groups. Of course, if your mid afternoon practice session feels boring and dull, like driving on an empty road, this probably points to a bigger issue about your practice that a coffee nap isn't going to solve. But yes, it does seem that a coffee nap is more effective than caffeine alone. But what about just a nap? Or other stuff, like splashing water on your face? Or exposure to light? Well, a 2003 Japanese study took a look at how various nap and nap combinations might affect performance on a memory intensive computer task. They recruited 10 university students and had them go through five different scenarios over the course of a couple weeks. On each of these days, the participants started out with 15 minutes on the computer task right after lunch. Then they either drank 100 milliliters of coffee with 200 milligrams of caffeine, the equivalent of about three cups of coffee, or 100 milliliters of decaf, depending on what condition they were in that day. And then they either napped or rested quietly with a newspaper, again, depending on what condition they were in, before engaging in the same computer task for an hour. And what were the five conditions exactly? Well, there was a no nap condition, a nap condition, a coffee nap condition, a nap plus face washing condition, where they splashed water on their faces right after waking up from the nap, and a nap plus bright light condition, where they were blasted by an array of bright lights for about a minute after waking up from their nap. So, which condition was the most effective? Well, as you can probably imagine, the no nap condition was the worst. Without a nap, participants made more errors and took longer to provide the correct answer. Plus, they were more sleepy. And though there were slight differences between each of the other four nap conditions, they all led to better performance than not napping. Although, once again, the coffee nap was the most effective of the various conditions, leading to better performance than a nap alone or following a nap with light or face washing. So, what would happen if you took a coffee nap and after waking up also washed your face with cold water and went outside for a blast of sunlight? Well, the researchers do surmise that this might lead to an even greater effect, but it's hard to know for sure since it's not something they specifically looked at. Not being a coffee or caffeine person, and caffeine being a drug after all, I don't know that the coffee nap would be my go to recommendation. For one, the research seems to be geared most practically towards staying awake for safety reasons or getting by during a crazy time as opposed to thriving in a viable, sustainable, long term way. And based on some other research, it's not necessarily clear if this would have a positive effect on learning and the quality of one's practice. Plus, given the potential negative effects of caffeine on the day of an audition or performance, I do worry about the consequences of this sort of thing becoming too much of a habit. But if you were wondering about coffee naps' effectiveness relative to coffee or naps alone, the bit of research out there does seem to suggest that coffee naps are better than either one by itself. This exploration of caffeine all came about when I read about a military developed algorithm for determining the optimal dosage and timing of caffeine for maximum alertness with the least amount of caffeine. It's a free online web app, and it is fun to play around with. But unfortunately, it's not very intuitive or user friendly. It took me a little while to figure out how to use it. But if you know you're going to have to pull an all nighter, you'd have to stay alert the following day, you can totally plug in your sleep info, 
when you need to be at peak alertness, and the tool will tell you exactly when you ought to be taking your coffee breaks. The tool is called 2B Alert, so that's the number 2, the letter B, dash alert. And you can find the full link to this at bulletproofmusician.com blog. And though I don't drink coffee, I do enjoy the occasional coffee ice cream. And if you're lucky enough to have access to a cafeteria with a vanilla soft serve ice cream machine, there's an awesome cafeteria hack that a friend showed me back in college you might want to try. Step one is to get yourself a good sized bowl and fill it up with some vanilla soft serve. Make sure there's some room left in the bowl and you'll see why in a second. Step two is to find one of those single serve packages of Sanka, that powdered instant decaf coffee. Usually there's some lying around somewhere in the cafeteria. And yes, I know there's still a little bit of caffeine in decaf, but I think that much is probably fine. Step three is to sprinkle the package over the ice cream and stir until mixed. It's super simple, but it's also pretty awesome. You can find links to this week's study and other resources like practice hacks and the audition cheat sheet at bulletproofmusician.com blog. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think might also enjoy experimenting with this during the coming week. 